0: Hello everybody and welcome back to Movie Dudes, I'm Alec And I'm Phil And this week we will be uh, starting off our little Halloween uh, themed episodes here By talking about the horror musical uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show
1: Hell yeah!
0: Uh was there anything you wanted to get into before we get started with the movie? Um no. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> um Okay, so um I guess I'll just give like a little rundown of the of like the the plot synopsis. Uh it is Basically a story that centers on a, t- a young engaged couple whose uh, car breaks down in the rain near a castle where they, uh, they seek, uh, you know, like a telephone so they can call for help uh, to get their car fixed so they can go home. Um, but the, cas- the, the castle is occupied by, uh, like, these strangers who seem to be there for, like, a party. Uh, and then they are, they are met with uh, the head of the house, uh, Dr. Frankenfurter, played by Tim Curry, who is a mad scientist uh, who creates a living man uh, named Rocky in his laboratory. Uh, he then, you know, seduces both of the, or both of the people, or, you know, both uh, the, of the couple whose name is, uh, you know—oh, crap, uh, there's Brad and uh, Janet— and, uh, you know, they're eventually yep. – it's eventually, like – it just gets into a lot of stuff that I guess we'll talk about. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's, like, the basics of Rocky Horror. So mm-hmm. um, was this – this wasn't your first time watching it, was it?
1: Uh, no, it was my second time.
0: Same here, actually. Yeah. After- the first time I saw it was, um, I believe, 2018. <laughs> I remember – my friends brought over. Uh, they were, like we were doing a musical night, so we watched uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show and uh, The Greatest Showman. Uh, and uh, The Greatest Showman was not the best movie to go to after right yep. after Rocky Horror because <laughs> Rocky ho- Rocky Horror is uh, is infinitely better in my opinion. <laughs> oh,
1: abs- absolutely, yeah. It's
0: like it's <laughs> funny
1: when you said Greatest Showman. I thought like hmm, you've got like. Two ends of the spectrum in terms of like musical films. <laughs>
0: I really did.
1: Yeah, it
0: could it, it, it could <laughs> be yeah. worse.
1: It's it's an okay film. I I feel.
0: I I don't like Greatest Showman, but like yeah, I don't. I in the years past since it's, I've seen it, I don't really mind it.
1: It's no, dear Evan Hansen.
0: Oh no. <laughs> That's the uh, that's the other side of the spectrum.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's um. the end of the of sca- uh, the spectrum. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh. Yeah, um, but for me, the first time that I watched the Rocky Horror Picture Show was almost a year ago. It was uh, for Halloween of 2020, where I did I try to do this every year. I try to make like a uh, an evening where, or, or basically a night where I watch. Just as many horror films as I can, or Halloween-themed films, I will say. Because, like, is the Rocky Horror Picture Show really a horror film? That's kind of debatable. But, yeah, so I, uh, I watched four films that night. I started with this one. Then I watched Dawn of the Dead. Uh, one uh, one Cut of the Dead, which I, I think is the name of the film, uh, which is a mm-hmm. very good Japanese zombie movie and i f- i think we might have talked about that i think i talked about that but for those who haven't heard that conversation that was those those are the films that i watched and i finished the night watching the lighthouse
0: oh my god that is a beautiful marathon <laughs> yeah it's also
1: a very weird film to watch at 6am it's it's I bet, it's a yeah. weird vibe yeah it was fun it was so fun <laughs>
0: So, um yeah, I'm trying to think of like uh other I guess one of the major things that like I personally liked a lot more on this uh viewing of the movie was uh the music. Because the first time I watched mm. it, I don't know what it was, but like the movie didn't like click with me. Like I liked it, but like it didn't yeah, didn't hit me the same way that it did this time. Like I was watching and I'm like, "Man, this is so good." Yeah. And um I don't okay, I don't know if this is like I'm sure it's well documented but like the Blu-ray version I have which is the uh, the 45th anniversary edition I have I have uh, the
1: exact same one
0: absolutely yeah. has a has a thing that says uh, go to like uh, watch the US or UK versions mm-hmm. uh, which I'm pretty sure the, I'm pretty sure the only difference is that the UK version has uh, the final track uh, Superheroes in it is that true? Is that the only okay. difference?
1: I I mean, I'll be honest. I I watched. I have no idea which one I watched yesterday. Uh, so I couldn't really tell you, but maybe I don't know.
0: Was there was there a final scene before like the credits where uh, Brad, Janet, and the 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 doctor were like crawling around on the ground singing? I think so. Okay, yeah, because uh, you you must have watched the UK then, or maybe it is in the US yeah. version. I'm just talking out of my ass, but that was like the only thing <laughs> I could find when I was when I was googling it. Yeah, so I was like, that's weird. I don't know. Hope <laughs> I don't know. maybe it's just really simple. I don't know, but um, yeah, no, the music is so good. There's obviously like the intro with the lips with a uh, double feature. Then there's Damn It, Janet, Time Warp, Sweet Transvestite. uh, You know, like uh, the Meat (laughs) Loaf song, the final song, and then the superheroes. God, everything is so good when it comes to all the music.
1: Do you have a favorite song?
0: I would probably say Sweet Transvestite for sure.
1: All right. Uh, (laughs) I think mine might be... Uh, hot patootie which is the meatloaf song because it's got uh, got that's a good one it's got something to it like it's it's the one i'm I'm most likely to sing in the shower basically this one or or time warp that one too i would say like
0: honestly i i remember not liking uh susan sarandon's uh solo song uh, the the touch a touch a touch a touch, touch me. I, I remember not liking yeah. that too much upon upon my uh-huh. first watch. Uh, but like literally today when I was just I was walking around the apartment, it was stuck in my head. I was like, oh. So I had, yeah I was listening to the soundtrack again. I'm like, man, this is just. I really can't think of a bad song on the entire thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, there are some like some are not as memorable as some other ones, but they're all good right, yeah, oh but another yeah, one f-
0: there's just another oh, yeah, another
1: one another one that I really like is the 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 song that Rocky sings when he uh when he's born uh, oh yeah <laughs> is that's another great one and, and one that I had completely forgotten about,
0: yeah,
1: no I mean yeah, no this one is one that I had completely forgotten about.
0: Oh, I thought it was a separate no. one that you forgot about, but um, yeah, uh, I was trying to. Th- yeah, I would probably. Yeah, I'd say Sweet Transvestite because I think it's I think it's Tim Curry's best moment in the entire movie, other than the ending. It's, uh, yeah, because like there's, it's there's something so incredible about going from the song Time Warp, uh, and just getting this complete like like, shattering of expectations as, as you know, Frankenfurter walks in the door. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I'm trying to think of, like, uh, other things to talk about other than music, because that's, like, the center point, obviously.
1: Yeah. Um, I... Alright, there's something that I... Uh, that I think is pretty funny about like uh, especially about the first time that I watched the film is how like how much how far away this film was from my expectations (laughs) like I knew that it was uh, uh, a kind of like horror comedy and I knew that it was very like there was a lot of stuff related to like the LGBT uh, LGBTQ community uh, but yeah. I had no idea it was gonna be this like sexual. Oh yeah. Cause <laughs> it's like, oh there's um there's this letterbox review that I saw about the film that I, I think is so funny about how accurate it is. And I it's it's like a visual joke, so I can't really explain it, but the best way that I can explain it is like how I thought the movie was gonna be. It's like emojis of pumpkins and bats and you know halloween themed stuff how the movie was and then it's like lipstick uh and you know some more like sexual related stuff <laughs> and i saw that i was like yes that is exactly my experience of watching the film
0: i remember it was like i can i can actually pinpoint the exact reason why it didn't like i guess gel with me the first time i saw it all those years ago it was just yeah. like i guess I guess the sexual stuff, like really, like made me uncomfortable, and I don't know why. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but like around around this time, watching it, I was like, I was like, I was like, I, I, I love this. <laughs> I was like, I love every minute of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of Frankenfurter doing his th- doing his thing, it's amazing.
2: Yeah.
0: This really is, I think, Tim Curry's best performance, oh, or at least my favorite.
1: It's one of the. I wrote this in my notes. I said, uh, "This is the role Tim Curry was born to play." It really, it really
0: is. Oh, <laughs>
1: it's like actually so good. <laughs> and I, I, I love Tim Curry so much. Oh, he's fantastic! And, like, I don't know if he's done anything. The only, I don't know. I feel like the only, uh, uh, the only character that like. That I could like almost as much as that is like his portrayal of uh, of Pennywise in It, which is like you know the original It is such a f- fucking boring film, but the only scenes oh yeah, the we are like the are the, by far the <laughs> best scenes of the film.
0: Yeah, I remember um, I watched the original It like all in one sitting after I think Oof. it was a little bit after It Chapter Two came out. And I was like, I still haven't seen that, so I watched it with my girlfriend. I'm like, God, this is awful, but Tim yeah. Curry's hilarious.
1: Yeah, it's like I mean it's like three hours long and nothing happens, right?
0: <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> I was yeah. so I, I, I was so bored. I think I fell asleep at one point, I don't remember.
1: Yeah, I, um, I mean, I get it.
0: But yeah, that's but yeah, Tim Curry's just fantastic in pretty much everything I've seen them in. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's see, what else what else can be said about um Rocky Horror is I would say like the major thing that I like out that I like like outside of the movie itself is uh the aspect of how this movie basically like was like the grandfather of cult movies.
1: <laughs> yeah oh yeah absolutely it was like that because like that and like Pink there was flamingos. cult movies
0: oh yeah pink flamingos because obviously like there was cult movies before then of like bad movies that people would remember and watch like uh oh like what's that what's that plan nine from yeah. Outer space yeah obviously that movie is like much older but it is remembered a lot uh but like rocky horror was the first time that like a weird movie became like the obsession of many people through really weird means. Cause um, it was a you know it was a commercial flop when it came out. Yeah, like it made uh, it made like no money. So uh, one of the marketers uh, at the studio was like, "Hey, how about we how about we ask one of these theaters just to start showing it at like." Midnight Saturday showings or whatever, Mm -hmm. and so the theater agreed. And then people would just start coming to the showings and like either just like dressing up as the characters, singing along. Some people they would eventually even act out the entire movie in front of the theater or in front of like the screen. Yeah. So, and those those screenings are still happening. I want to go see one.
1: Oh, same. I almost did this summer, but it sold out. I was very sad about oh. that.
0: Oh, that, that sucks. would have <laughs> been one
1: hell of an experience.
0: Oh, sure. Oh, I got I to gotta find one in yeah. my area, at least. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, that aspect of it is really really fun uh and i i i really i really think i've hit everything i wanted to talk about because like the music was like the for the forefront of my main like talking points Hmm. Um, uh, was there anything was there anything you had
1: yeah i have a uh, i think i have a few things well one that i just saw in my notes is i had kind of like a a minor theory of something uh, in the film, because like uh, my theory basically is there's um, uh, after the song Sweet Trends Was Tight, um, uh, the, the two main characters, I forgot their name, they were asked to like uh, take their clothes off and just like be in uh, underwear, because like their their clothes were all wet because of the rain. And they were all yeah. in like completely white underwear. And everyone else in the house uh, was wearing either black or colorful outfits. So my theory is that the fact that they're wearing all white is a representation of like their how pure I guess or something they are compared to the rest. Or at least to show that they're different than the other ones. <laughs> As I said, minor theory, but right. on purpose. no, I think
0: I think that could work. Mm-hmm. Um I think okay actually I do have a good talking point I guess. Yeah. Um one one thing that I thought today was I should probably I guess do like a short breakdown of everything that happens in the movie because I realized that it might be kind of hard to follow <laughs> for like mm-hmm. your first viewing. Oh yeah. Cuz like I remember I remember I was pretty like Taken aback by everything the first time I watched it, so uh I guess uh it'd be nice to just kind of get a bit of a rundown. So, um uh the movie starts with um uh these two uh like what are they, like mid twenties uh yeah, people. Like that. Uh yeah, Brad and Janet, as they're at a wedding and they see um Couple of their friends get uh, get married, and uh, Janet catches uh, the bouquet, and so Brad Brad asks her to marry her, or yeah, ask to marry her, um, and you know she says yes, so they are engaged. Uh, some time passes, and they're driving in the rain to go see someone, uh, and their car breaks down, or they get a they get a flat tire. Uh, in looking for help, uh, Brad finds this uh, mysterious big mansion uh, on a hill, uh, and Janet joins him. So they go in to try and find, I guess, like, a phone for them to, you know, contact people. Uh, and they're greeted by uh, the, the butler of the mansion, uh, a character named Riffraff. Uh, played by the, I believe, creator of the show, uh, yep. Richard O'Brien, um, who is fantastic. Well, everybody in yeah. this movie is fantastic. Um, in that time, we're also introduced to the the head maid and Riff Raff's uh, sister. Uh, what's her name?
1: Uh, Magenta.
0: Magenta, that's it. Um, and then, you know, they introduce brad and janet to uh a group of people who are there who are seemingly there for a party they're all in, like masks and suits and dresses uh and that's where the whole time warp song happens <laughs> which is yeah. just one of the most delightful like music uh musical uh moments that i've ever seen in like a movie like it's so it's so like lively and then it like cuts back and forth from uh this character named the uh, criminologist uh, Who is like who, Who's basically telling us the entire story From his uh, evidence uh, Files uh, And he, you know he's like doing the um, The song instru- The dance instructions He's like It's just a step to the left And he's like dancing on his desk Yeah <laughs> um, But Immediately after this song uh, Tim Curry Playing Dr. Frankenfurter enters the enters the movie and basically asks uh, for Janet and Brad to join him as he showcases his latest invention uh, going to his lab uh, he see or he unveils to everybody there that he is uh he's created a man he's created a man named Rocky uh, which you know it's not explicitly said but he, he's a he's for sex, <laughs> like there's no doubt yeah. about that. Uh, and so, um, you know, he basically shows off Rocky, and everyone's like, "Whoa!" Uh, and then this this part still kind of confuses me. There's the part where like a Meatloaf breaks through the the freezer wall or whatever.
1: Yeah, because
0: I think. I think I think Doctor Frankenfurter was just keeping him in there because him and uh, not Magenta. Who's the other girl in the house?
1: Uh, Columbia.
0: Yeah, her, him and Columbia uh, are have like kind of a thing, I guess. Yeah. Um. So you know, he drives in on his motorcycle, uh, plays his song, and then Frankenfurter kills him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um uh and basically he's like all right, that's it and then all the all the guests leave um and se- except for Brad and Janet who are told to who are told to go to their separate rooms. Uh and meanwhile during this uh or I guess after they're told to go to their rooms, uh Frank and Furter enters their rooms separately. Uh throughout the night and, uh, basically, you know, seduces them and has sex with them. Um, Mm -hmm. then, uh, I, I believe it's, isn't it like Brad's like old teacher or something or one of his colleagues? It's,
1: uh, Uh, yeah, it's uh, Brad and Janet's old teacher. That's, I I think they say say that's how they met, I think.
0: Oh my god, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's who he is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Dr., uh, Dr. Scott, mm. uh, he's outside, and he's like, uh, like uh, "Frankenfurter, I've come looking for my nephew, who is meatloaf uh, And so they, he, he comes in, and Frankenfurter and like sets up a whole dinner <laughs> for everybody, and then he's like, "Ah, oh, I killed your nephew, and we're eating him." Uh, and this is where he turns everybody into uh, statues. Uh, and then dresses dresses them up in uh, in you know the same kind of same type of clothes he's wearing like you know a corset a boa some pearls uh, and sets them up on a stage um, and then him and then perform like or him them and uh, Rocky perform a song together uh, uh, but are interrupted at the end uh, by Riffraff and Magenta reveal themselves and uh frankenfurter to be aliens from the planet uh f- from the planet um transsexual from the trans transylvania galaxy
2: yeah.
0: um and they're basically like alright frankenfurter we're going home um frankenfurter kind of says like no and tries to escape with uh rocky but ends up being uh shot and killed by riffraff uh and riffraff magenta basically just tell uh you know or like or I, doesn't oh yeah rocky like uh kill he ends up killing himself in the uh in like the pool by jumping from like uh, i think the the top of like the stage uh, that they had
1: no it's not that he uh well so he Kind of like did a a big uh, King Kong reference by uh, climbing in the yeah that's like right Like the, yeah, the RKO climbs. thing <laughs> and uh, it, and he yeah, fell and he fell in the in the pool and uh, he died I think
0: yeah he died, yeah he, he picks up the dead Frank and Ferdinand, climbs the tower yeah uh, and falls into the pool mm-hmm. uh, and then Riff Raff and Magenta. Um, explode the man, or no, no, no! The mansion flies away, uh, yep. and l- leaving Janet, Brad, and Doctor Scott uh, in the debris and like smoke of the of the mansion. Uh, you know, forever changed.
1: <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's oh, yeah. that's
0: a rundown of everything that happened in Rocky Horror.
1: Yes. Um, but yeah um mm-hmm. I think yeah I
0: I just love the I can I can't really I can't really yeah. say like too too many specific things but like I just I everything about like every the whole mood of the movie, the songs, the scenes, uh the costumes, it's all just so much fun. <laughs> and I think this movie is just kind of and the irresistible type of fun like, i don't know what it is but like everything about it is just so impossible not to have fun with
1: yeah <laughs> um can, can i just say uh um, yeah i'm I'm gonna be completely honest i'm not gonna be complime- com, uh, complimenting myself on this i can be stupid sometimes and. Oh, you sure? Okay. <laughs> uh, I realized that that wasn't an- yesterday, that this was another incident of me being stupid. Because I just realized it took me two viewings to realize that this film is a massive reference to Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wait, hold on. But Frankenfurter <laughs> is a reference to Frankenstein In the scene where he. Uh, where uh, uh, Rocky is born is a reference to. like in Frankenstein. What? And then I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm fucking stupid. Of course it is." <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was pretty. Funny. That is funny. <laughs> and then at the end, there's a scene with the uh, the obvious King Kong reference. I was like, "Yeah, I, that that one I get." Yeah, of course, that's pretty obvious. It's
0: it's such a it's, such, it's just so crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's 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 a good way to describe. it It's just crazy.
1: Can I I just say also, at some point, I thought, like, hmm, this film kind of reminds me of House. And then I just went, wait, I feel like any film from, like, the the 70s or the 80s that's a bit weird will remind me of House. So I need to stop, like, always saying this film reminds me of House because a lot of films are going to remind me of House.
0: Right. There's just... (laughs) I, I kind of get that though. No, I was thinking about it yeah. in terms of like, I was thinking about it in terms of like yeah, like weird horror esque movies from the seventies uh, that I really enjoy, yeah. and I'm like yeah, Rocky Horror House. So they're kind of they're kind of similar, I guess in yeah. in the time period and references they or like just world that they were made in. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I. Th- I guess uh, I more I more picked up on uh, just how much this movie, uh, impacted just like the the culture of just like, you know, like the LGBT culture and just culture of outcasts as as it is because yeah. it's a a movie that celebrates like, just crazy different kinds of people. Um. And it was one of the first movies to really do that, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean like this film is more uh is a better representation for uh the LGBT community than a lot of movies that are today <laughs> that are made to be one are. <laughs> like I mean well the difference is that uh so many um so many films today that are meant to be like yeah, about the LGBT community for the LGBT community are made like to 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 bring an audience, to, to, to bring a specific audience. They're not made to be necessarily like, um you know, they're, they're not actually made for the LGBT community. They're made to, to bring money. But this, yeah, film, was, yeah. Th- this film was, yeah, this film was made to. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I mean this one was made by well the rocking horror picture show was made by Richard O'Brien who I'm pretty sure is gay. He um
0: all I know about him is, he sa- is that he said uh no never mind he identified- I I think he said he identified as like not quite as a man not quite as a woman just kind of he was basically mm-hmm. like hey, I'm I'm trans.
1: Yeah. So you know he is a member of the LGBT community. So and that makes yeah. like a massive difference.
2: Mhm.
0: <laughs>
1: and especially and in It like, definitely
0: it definitely I mean, makes a lot of um it makes a lot of sense when you analyze just kind of like the movie and its themes of just kind of like I guess being being sexually free and being yourself mm-hmm. during that time in the world
1: <laughs> yeah and i also feel like you know in uh, back in 1975 you couldn't make if you wanted to make like an lgbt film you couldn't make them like they're being made today because um, obviously oh, yeah. there was there was a, t- a tiny bit of homophobia in the world but <laughs> just but a little bit just 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 a tiny bit but i mean <laughs> i feel like uh i feel like today when you make a film about uh LGBT the lgbt community it's always always a film about coming out and nothing else and it's like the film uh, the film is about this this person who's in the closet and then they they come out and the film ends and that's it but at the time, you had to be so much more creative than that because you couldn't just do that. It would create an outrage. You know? Right. Um, and, yeah, I kind of prefer that. Uh, a, a film that's more creative than just like, oh, coming out.
0: Yeah. Well, with, with Rocky Horror, you have, like, you have Frankenfurter who's basically this this, like, <laughs> this, like, almost icon of, pure sexuality like everything Mm -hmm. everything about him is like sensual and that can be like i at the i like i i understand i guess i'll say why this movie uh did not make a splash at the box office uh while it is like one of the best movies i've ever seen uh I can definitely tell that people in the 70s were not like normal like everyday movie going people were not ready for this <laughs> in the mm-hmm. 70s. Yeah. It was it's so unapologetically itself in like the mm-hmm. best way possible.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh,
0: I I can definitely see why it didn't make the same kind of splash and I almost I almost wonder what would it be, what it would be like if this movie came out today, or a movie like it were to yeah. come out today.
1: Um, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I guess it would. Um, a lot more people would be talking about it. Oh yeah, Uh definitely there. Would, I there if, would be a lot of people on Twitter being like, "Watch this film."
0: Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> i think this is i think no matter who you are that this is a movie you should see at least once in your life
2: mm-hmm.
0: like i i love everything about it like if yeah if i i honestly it, it is one of those like i guess rite of passage movies <laughs> yeah because like um I remember when I was a teenager my parents uh or my my mom and, and my mom and my stepdad at least were like you have to watch um American Pie before you go to band camp which mm-hmm. <laughs> if you've seen American Pie obviously it makes sense but um I think American Pie is like it's a good movie and everything but I think this is like a landmark movie in terms of like you need to watch it. Like, when, like, kind of when you're getting into that, like, late teens, like, early adulthood kind of thing. Uh Because I love, I love it, and I think it's just, I think it's just a good watch. I, even if you're, I don't know, even if you're, like, 40 listening to this and you still haven't seen Rocky Horror. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta. You just have to. Uh-huh. <laughs> was there uh, was there anything else that you had in mind?,
1: uh, oh, I'm pretty sure there were a, th- a few things. well one small thing sure. is uh is it just me or does Frankenfurter kind of remind me of Freddie Mercury?
0: I can kind of see that, yeah like they're both they're both uh extremely like flamboyant in the way that they perform yes, that
1: is <laughs> the right word mm-hmm.
0: Because, yeah, like Frankenfurter, they do have very like similar uh like stage movements, like just go- yeah. just going off of how uh Frankenfurter you know moves around in the movie in the same way that uh Freddie Mercury used to perform, mm-hmm. but yeah, I can see that comparison for sure,
1: um uh, yeah, I don't really have uh. Not much else to say. Um, So if I were to... Kind of like the last thing that I had in my notes is... If I were to review this film in only one word... I think that word would probably be... Fun. Because this film is so much fun. I agree.
0: (laughs) I would agree for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I... It's just... It's fun. So... Mm -hmm. Again, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Um, And yeah, that's that's Rocky Horror. Hell yeah. That's about all I had to say.
1: Same thing for me. Watch it. Watch it. (laughs) Oh yeah, uh, kind of last thing. Is it just me or am I the only one to like Meatloaf? I don't really know his music that much, but I've seen him in like a strangely... Big amount of movies. What other movies is he in? He was in. Uh, well, he haven't, you haven't seen it, I think, but he was in Fight Club.
0: Oh, yeah, I have not seen that.
1: Yeah, yet. he had a honestly, he had a so- somewhat important uh, role, and I think he did a pretty good job. And mm. um, he had. Um, I was gonna say a minor role, but it was more a cameo than anything else in uh, Tenacious D: The Pick of Destiny. <laughs> Where uh, the so the the first song I don't know if you've watched uh, the the pick of destiny. I uh, haven't. All right. Well, the first song of the film called uh, Kickapoo is a song that tells the, the kind of like origin story of uh, of JB, which is like Jack Black's character in Tenacious D. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a part. Uh, basically, the song is about how like he's from a, a very uh, conservative town and I think misery and um, uh, basically it's about how like he loves rock and roll but he, he's in, he's in a very Christian family who doesn't like that and there's a verse that's basically his uh, father saying like oh your bu- brother's better than you because he's a good Christian and his father is played by meatloaf and I think that's pretty cool <laughs> that's awesome yeah I love that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> That's a good song. But yeah, that's all uh all I have to say. That's all I had to say as well. Alright. All right. So uh Janny, do, do you have anything else that you wanted to talk about?
0: Uh not at, the, not at the moment, but I'm sure something will spark up in my head once we get to once we get to talking. But uh yeah. what have you been up to?
1: Yeah, alright, so Quite a few things. I watched a few movies that I'd like to talk about. Uh, but before we get into movies, gotta talk about something oh. else. Something that I, I I maybe have heard of because I apparently it was like a more well-known thing than I thought. But something that I discovered about two weeks ago. Something something related to a director who we both love, and that we we've, we've both talked about quite a bit already on the podcast and it is Satoshi Kon Uh, obviously Hmm. uh, amazing director who only had a small career of like 14 years and he made like what 5 movies and 1 anime Uh, Hmm. did you know that before that he was a manga artist
0: I did not know that but that does not surprise
1: me he was a manga awesome. artist before he got into the anime industry. I because I was like go, going through the manga collection in my uh, my school's uh, library, and I saw like uh, by Satoshi Kon. I was like, "What?" <laughs> then I came home, got on Amazon, looked. It looked they had something up, and I found this uh, w- one of his um, manga that he wrote back in. Uh, I think it was, like, the early 90s, b- before he did Perfect Blue. It's a, man- uh, it's mm-hmm. a manga that is called Opus. And uh, okay, uh, I read the synopsis and immediately thought, yes, that is obviously made by Satoshi Kon. Uh, so I don't exactly remember entirely what it is, but basically, from what I remember, it's about, like... Um, uh, an artist, like a uh, light novel artist, who is kind of like um, he doesn't he doesn't have any inspiration. He doesn't know what to write about. He's kind of like lost in his uh, in his mind, and kind of goes into this like I, I, what, what is it? He kind of goes into like this weird alternate universe thing. Never really quite understand it. I haven't read it yet. I plan to, uh, to do to do that, uh, I plan to do that soon, but yeah it looks incredible the drawings are very similar to like the 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 drawings in uh, in his movies so yeah, yeah that really wanna, is like
0: i'll look i'll look up the book <laughs> yeah, to see uh what it looks like
1: yeah it's although from what i've heard i think it was like a uh, a non-finished story because from from what i oh, saw you're right, yeah from from what i saw it was um uh, it was cancelled by the the editor, so that's sh- that's a shame. But I will still read it, and I'm sure that I'll gl- uh, I'll enjoy it very much.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that was a very very cool thing that I discovered, uh, and yeah, I think I'm gonna have a lot of fun watching that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of movies too, actually, since we last talked, now that I think about it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I said, I said in the last episode that I was, uh, going to see a special screening of, um, a, uh, 1989 film from, a uh, Shinya Tsukamoto called, uh, uh, Tetsuo the Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, which is a, which is a Japanese body horror film. Uh, and I... Adored it, <laughs> like I oh, love nice. this movie. So we will definitely probably be talking about it sometime in the future because right. I t- intend on I intend on adding it to our discussion list. Hmm. Um, but the night after that, I saw um, Venom. Let there be carnage. Uh, oh, which it, it was was fun. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll say I enjoyed it a lot more than the first Venom film
1: yeah But i
0: enjoyed it fine
1: enough yeah (laughs) because like um earlier today i was watching uh videos on youtube with my brother and uh before one of the videos we saw an ad for uh for venom and we kind of like i don't remember exactly what was in the ad but after it was done we both kind of looked at each other being like what the fuck is going on in this film uh so i was like oh (laughs) Oh, it's dumb yeah
0: I but dumb (laughs) but it's very fun
1: i saw that and i thought oh i think i like watched that so i'm gonna have to ask him so now i know it is dumb
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 ridiculously stupid but it is i i i would i would be lying if i said i didn't have a good time
1: all right Um, all right that's good
0: yeah but i also saw uh I saw a screening of um, the uh, the film that won the Palme d'Or this year, uh, Titane.
1: I did get uh, to see that one as well. Have you? Seen... Oh, you've yeah. seen it. Okay. Yeah. Let's what talk about that. You, what did you uh, What did you think of Titan? It was uh, one of the craziest experiences I've had watching a <laughs> film in theater. Honestly, I wish there was like someone with a camera like pointed at my face just so that I, I could see the faces I did because I I think I did some like pretty uh, pretty weirded out uh, faces. <laughs> like there were scenes that like took me by surprise oh. to say the least.
0: Yeah, like. I oh, I don't. I don't think we should get too into <laughs> like think? spoilers. But I I enjoyed it. No, no. <laughs> I don't think it
1: was. What, what do you mean? <laughs> no, I I'm mean I'm no for the the <laughs> uh, the spoilers. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, but
0: I enjoyed it. Um, I don't think it was amazing or anything, but I did have a good time. Uh, but. It, Like you said, it is, like, the craziest movie I've seen uh, ever. Yeah. Or not even ever. I don't even... Okay. I don't know. I need to, like, make a crazy movie index or something where it's, like, (laughs) movies that are weird, but, like, I need to rank them all. Because I don't know what the weirdest movie I've seen is. I think Hmm. the way I'll describe it is, like, Titan is not experimental in the way that it's filmed. Uh, but it is just so weird and off the wall yeah. in terms of like yeah. what you think is going to happen because it's in the synopsis for the movie but so this isn't spoiling anything um but the main uh the main character uh is it, it has a uh, sex with a car in the first uh, 15 minutes of the film yeah uh, which is all I, which is all I knew about it before going in. I'm like, oh, this is the movie where the, the girl has sex with the car. Uh, but uh, if I were to tell you that that's not the craziest thing that happens in this movie, uh, some would be surprised. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's I, I mean I'll be honest, I didn't even know about that. Like I saw th- that really? happen. I, <laughs> I, I I saw when it happened. And was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I like all I knew uh, about the film before I saw it was like I knew that it won. had won the the Palme d'Or. I knew about uh, the director's pre- previous film, Raw, uh, and mm. uh, I had seen like a few. Images of the film, but I hadn't seen like a trailer or anything. So i i really I really went in like blind, just like ready to be amazed. Uh, okay. <laughs> I would you say you enjoyed it? Oh, absolutely! <laughs>
0: it's
1: no, <laughs> I thought it was really good.
0: Oh yeah, like I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. I, mm-hmm. I. I I was very glad that I ended up being able to see it in a theater. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of other uh, movies that I saw in the theater, I saw uh, I saw the new James Bond movie, uh-huh. uh, No Time to Die, uh, which is very odd because I didn't really intend on seeing No Time to Die because I've never seen any James Bond. Um, but was pretty good we uh we also saw um we also saw the new a24 film uh lamb
1: Um, oh my god how was that
0: (laughs) i will say i'm feeling kind of like middle ground for it i think it's i think it's good (laughs) um i just think it probably could have done with a bit more um a bit more like stuff going on. <laughs> uh oh yeah. I cuz it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of simple, but it's also really like spaced out, which works. Uh but I will say the uh with with my expectations, the uh the ending uh, kind of cut me off in terms of how how I was thinking. Uh, and that that uh-huh. is that is all I'll say. Uh all so right. Lamb's pretty Lamb's decent. Like if you want to go see it, that's not a bad decision. <laughs> Mm. Um but uh in terms of i guess like uh older movies that I gave a watch this past week I watched a a uh 1973 horror film uh called The Baby uh which uh okay. I don't know if you've ever heard of because uh it's very it it's a very obscure a movie um Okay, here's here's the synopsis. So okay. um there is a the social worker uh, is assigned a new uh, case with a with a family with a with um the Wadsworth family and uh they seem pretty ordinary at first. You know, there's it's a single mom who's about middle aged um and two and two like Teenage to adult age daughters, as well as a a family member known as a uh, the baby, uh, who is a twenty uh, one year old man, uh, who acts mm-hmm. and is mentally a baby. So the entire movie is basically about her trying to figure out like why. Why is the baby like, or why? Why is that that guy like this? Um, <laughs> okay. It, it's, it's something else. It's it's not amazing or anything, but I I enjoy it. <laughs> it's a very strange movie. Yeah, I bet. Um. But... Yeah. So it's uh, it, <laughs> it's something else for oh, sure.
1: That I'm looking at, like the the images on on google that seems so (laughs) creepy it
0: it's like it's not even like it's not even that it's like traditionally creepy but like the implications of everything going on is so unsettling wait hold on that's that's the best way to describe it
1: you but you said that was a horror film right
0: technically yes it is it is (laughs) what
1: what what part of it makes it a horror film I guess it's okay, if I had to say
0: if I wouldn't say it's like traditionally scary, I would just say it's mm-hmm. demented. Like it's just it's okay. really you you get a sense that everybody in this movie just has something wrong with them.
1: <laughs> All right. For
0: sure. That's that's the vibe I get from it. Um but I thought it was okay. It's 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 all on YouTube. So if you want to go watch the baby, go right ahead. <laughs> okay. Um. Um. But another movie that I watched, uh, thanks to my film class, uh, that I know that you've seen, uh, is a uh, is a little film titled "The uh, Daisies." Oh. Yeah. 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 So what you think? Uh, I gotta say, I think yeah. it's okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I get um, that. I really, I loved, like, everything visually going on. Uh-huh, yeah. Like, like uh, in terms of, like, like color usage, uh, all the, like, experimental stuff with, like, there's, like, the black and white scenes, the weird scenes with, like, the color fill. Uh, and, like, just regular color scenes. Everything in is just really visually impressive. Um, Yeah. But in terms of the story and, like, the characters, I understand why it's this way, but I got to say, I really did not like the main characters.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure you're not really meant to like them, but... No, no, they're definitely...
0: Because well, the way it was explained to us is because *Daisies* was made around the time that um, the Czech government was really like,
1: or was, it, was it was it is it a Czech film? Yeah, it is. Um, and it's, uh, uh, well, it's from uh, it's from Czechos- uh, Czechoslovakia, which was at the time like the countries of the the Czech Republic and Slovakia were like one country. And yeah, under after, under like. like under the communist rule, right? yeah, and then I think after the Cold War, they were separated into two different countries, which is weird because, like, I uh, I went into the originally into the letterbox, uh, my letterbox stats, and the country of Czechoslovakia does not exist on like you know that the side where you have, you've <laughs> got like the world map, yeah. So if if you you want to look on your stats to find the through this. To try and find daisies, you're not going to find it because it technically da- isn't from a country that exists today.
0: That's really fascinating, yeah. actually.
1: Weird geography <laughs> things. I like that.
0: Yeah. That's pretty cool. But yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. I, I understand why they were made that way because, you know, it was basically just a massive middle finger to the government at the time. Mm. Um, but I got to say. Is a little grating at some points, uh, yeah. like uh, like uh, the way that they both laughed was a bit much.
1: It's quite annoying.
0: Ca- <laughs> they they have this kind of like weird cackle <laughs> that yeah. kind of annoys annoys you after You get what I mean. Oh yeah. Um, but there's this also like really little thing uh, that I thought was just a me thing when I was watching the movie. I'm like, oh maybe this is. Maybe it's just just annoying me, but all my friends were like, "That was so awful. I really wish they would stop." Was uh, in near the end of the movie when they're all like they're dressed up in like the newspaper stuff, uh, I think they keep replaying the same audio clip of the two whispering, and for some reason it was really getting on my nerves at the end of the movie. <laughs> I was
1: like, okay, uh, all right, stop I- this. I was like, stop this. <laughs> I don't remember that, so I don't. Know. Yeah,
0: it. I don't. Uh, I don't know what it was, but apparently I wasn't the only one. Uh, but like I was oh, sitting yeah. there, I was like, "Stop this! Stop this!" <laughs> but, like, um. But other than that, yeah, I think it's a. I think it's a good watch. Um. Mm-hmm. That's that's really all I have to say about it, and that's. Yeah. K- kind of all the movies that I've watched in the last couple weeks, other than. Rocky Horror Picture Show.
1: Yeah. Um... Oh, there is uh, a film that had like a massive impact on me that I watched. That I, that I oh, watched yeah? uh, recently. It's uh, the Host by Bong Joon Ho oh yeah so oh yeah that's also th- something that i wanted to talk about is uh recently uh i made the amazing discovery that my uh that my college has a video club really that's like That's awesome it was like yeah it was like um i think it was created by some teachers and it's spread by uh by a bunch of students and um Basically, you know, it works the same way that any uh, video club works, where uh, you've got just a bunch of uh, of movies. But I will say, th- though, the catalog is much different from what you would find in like a blockbuster. Uh, do not try to find the latest Marvel movie because you will not find it. It's not going to be be there. If you want to find uh, basically anything that could be in the Criterion Collection and more, you will find it. There were a lot of Criterion's, which which I thought was really cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and uh, so I, and also the, the the categories is you know usually they're um, the films are categorized by genre like horror films that kind of stuff, but uh, right. it, there uh, it's different. Is based on the it's they're categorized by like regions, there's uh, United States, there's uh, uh, Asia, uh, Europe, and you know, since we're in Quebec, there's a section about uh, Quebec, and uh, so immediately, immediately, I saw that and I, I directly went to the uh, Asian section because that's a kind of that's the kind of film that I'm really into right now, and uh, yeah, I saw. Uh, that the host was there and uh i remember because like um you know earlier i was talking about my movie marathon that i did for halloween last year and i watched one of the films that i watched was one cut of the dead but this film uh, was actually supposed to be the host the, the thing is that when i tried to watch it i couldn't find it anywhere even like even at some point i i, I said fuck it i'm gonna watch it like illegally and i couldn't even find it so, really? uh Yeah, I don't know why. I couldn't find it anywhere. No, I found it at some place that had, like, no subtitles. That's
0: crazy, actually. Yeah, I
1: know. <laughs> like, especially... It's a Bong Joon-ho film after, uh, that I tried to watch a few months after he won, like, the, the Oscars. So, like, I should be able to find it. I somehow couldn't. Of course. So, that was weird, and that, and that was very disappointing, but... So apparently now you're able apparently now you're able to watch it for
0: free on uh YouTube. What? Apparently. Apparently now it's available to watch uh not not in terms of like a, just a random upload. No, like this is YouTube Movie and Movies and Shows uploaded this. So it's an official upload of the host. So there you go. Um, Um, just in case anybody out there is wanting to watch it now.
1: Hey, don't want to, like, uh, be a party pooper or anything, but, like, I I looked up The hulse and I cannot find it, so I don't know. You can't? No. I, maybe you're mixed up with the film, uh, The hulse from 2013, which is, like, a, uh shitty teenager film but i cannot find Bong Joon-ho's the whole Is that
0: not the Bong Joon-ho? No, i think this is the No, 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 this is the one. You're going like, to have to send me Yeah, i'm sending i'm i'm going to send you a link. We're yeah, going gonna... <laughs> to
1: We're going to get this sorted out. I I don't see it, but oh, Hold up. Uh yeah, but so i watched the i ended up getting into the video club and i i watched it and uh it was like it, 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 it's like the the kind of films that when you watch it, you're at the edge of your seat the entire time. And, oh, yeah. um... It was very entertaining, very emotion, emotionally moving. It was like... Um... I mean, it's... Uh... It, it immediately... Immediately went into my top three uh, favorite Bong Joon-ho film. It took, uh uh Sun- snowpiercer is third place and the mm. more i think about it the more i think that it might get to second place in my favorite bong joon-ho films
0: replacing uh,
1: me- memories of murder number one really? being uh, number one being parasite yeah it's Obviously. it's That's really crazy. No. really good
0: now i'm interested <laughs> Oh yeah yeah you
1: got to you got to watch it I
0: mean, I'm pretty sure it's on my watch list. It has to. Oh,
1: be. I'm sure. I think, it is.
0: I, I think I, I added all Bong's films at one point.
1: Oh, I'm sure you did. I hope yeah. you did. But yeah, <laughs> of course I did. And, but so, uh, kind of to get back into the like uh, video cup thing, I looked at the films and they had a bunch of films that I didn't didn't even know were available here. Like uh, I said that I found the holes, but I also found. Um, I I also found Barking Dogs Never Bite, which was his first film, and apparently oh, really? it was apparently it was released here in DVD. So I'm gonna get that at some point. And so recently I well so right now I'm actually in a um in a week off uh from school, um and so before um uh, before I left I I left for the. the for the week, I took uh, three films that were films that I that I wanted to watch. Two of them are by uh, Park Chan-wook uh, who did Old Boy because oh. I, I thought I should probably watch another one of his films. So I, I picked up Thirst which is with uh, Song Kang-ho. I kind of went mm, Park, uh, um, Park Chan-wook, Song Kang-ho. That sounds like a great mix. So I picked it up. I also picked up uh, <laughs> GSA which is uh uh his uh first film I think or like his first um big film and uh, it's, it's a film that's about the um, the joint security area which is an a natural place that exists in Korea that is like a um, it, it it's like in between North and South Korea it's like it's a, hmm. it's a military thing that is in Korea but not either in South or North Korea. That, that's where the, the limit is. And, uh... okay. Yeah, and uh, the other film that I picked up is not a um, Korean film. It's a Japanese film. It's Akira Kurosawa's Dreams. Um, Ooh, I really need to watch yeah, it. Which yeah, which is, like, a film that I've... that I really want... that I've been wanting to watch for a long time because, like, I, I heard that, you know, basically the film is about... Uh, if I'm not wrong, the film is about... Um, it's based on a few uh, dreams of uh, Akira Kurosawa. One of them, mm-hmm. uh, in one of those dreams, uh, there is Vincent Van Gogh, who is played by none other than Martin Scorsese. <laughs> what? And, yeah, I saw that and I was like, wait, hold on, Martin Scorsese <laughs> was acted like he acted in a in a, in a Akira Kurosawa film. Are you that's, fucking that's kidding? That's wild. Yeah, what? it makes like no sense. <laughs> I love it. That's incredible. Yeah, the only I definitely film you have to
0: watch that now. What the is, hell?
1: You know what's funny is, uh, like, there really aren't a lot of films like where uh, Martin Corsese acted in, but that he didn't direct. The only other film like that that I can think of is, I think he acted in uh, Shark Tales. <laughs> like that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah he was the. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh god. Oh my god. That's fucking funny. That's funny, man. Yeah. All right, hey. All right, I sent you the I sent you the host link. Yeah. Try and uh, try and see if that works. Uh
1: it might be a region thing actually. Yeah, video unavailable. The uploader has not made this oh. video available in your country. So. Oh, okay. Yep. So. So uh, I guess if. Enjoy. If you're in the
0: US, if you're in the US, you can.
1: If you're in the uh, in the sorry US,
0: watch it. S- sorry to everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that's okay. That makes a lot more sense actually. I was like, why yeah. can't he see this? But that makes sense.
1: Yeah, because like, um. I, I bet if, if it was in Canada, like I wrote the host, it would it would be the first thing because like I definitely would not be the only one trying to watch it. Of course, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's. Oh man, I'm looking at the like the images of, uh, like what Martin Scorsese looks like in dreams. He does not look like Martin Scorsese. Hang on, let me look that up. Because, like, he, you know, obviously Van Gogh was uh, ginger, and so he uh, dyed his um, his uh, his beard and his uh, eyebrows to be ginger, and he wears, like, uh, a big hat, and he's got, like, bandages uh, over his ears, because, like, I think that's based on when he got uh, one on his ears. <laughs> he does so, not so, look like... <laughs> so he say, so he absolutely funny. does not look like him, but it's so weird. And, like... What the fuck is Martin Scorsese doing in an Akira Kurosawa film? That's exactly what I'm thinking. That's
0: amazing.
1: That's so cool. That's amazing. It's like I mean, Dreams is like one of his uh, one of his last films.
0: Yeah, I think so. It was one of the last few. Yeah. Because I think I, I feel like his last one was a uh, Kagamusha From what I from what I heard. Um, that might have been it. I think I might be buying.
1: Hold it up. was uh on Letterboxd it says it's a film called Madadayo.
0: That's it. That's yeah. it. That's the one. I got it mixed up. Yeah. Hmm. It was one of his last. I was I was almost there. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah. That's funny. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: Let's see.
1: Think of, but yeah, in general, uh, I really want to watch like, I really want to watch uh, Kurosawa's kind of like later films because I know a lot about his, you know, the classic Seven Samurai, th- uh, Throne of Blood. Throne of Blood. I've been meaning to watch Yojimbo for like a few weeks, but every time, like, nah, not the time. Uh, <laughs> one day I will watch it, but I kind of want to get into his more recent stuff. I want to watch, especially Ren. Looks oh, so yeah. cool. It's like, I watched, uh, I, I saw, uh, for those who haven't seen that, Google it. There's, you, you can find the storyboards that he made for Ren. And it's like, if they were exposed in, like, a, an art gallery, like, I'd, I'd be like, this is beautiful. Because they're like, <laughs> you know. Uh, Ak- Akira Kurosawa is not known as a... Uh, director that makes films in color most of his most popular films are in black and white this film uses color in a very like important way and very gorgeous way and uh <laughs> yeah i mean I, I mean you could put a uh a picture on screen of like his, uh, yeah, his story on, board.
0: oh my god that's amazing looking <laughs> it's so cool yeah, I'll, I'll put up a
1: few on screen for sure. Yeah, they're amazing. It's always I I find it's always interesting to, to watch storyboards of uh, made by different directors to see which one is good at drawing and which one is not. <laughs> like if I recall, <laughs> yeah. if you want to laugh, you can look up well, Martin Scorsese's storyboards, which I which I think are kind of funny. Um, Let's see. Hold up. Yep. Yep. Martin Scorsese's storyboard. <laughs> they are. Oh yeah. Oh, oh I found one God. for uh I found one for a taxi driver. That's pretty funny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might be looking at the same one. Yeah. <laughs> cuz like you see it, you immediately know which scene it is cuz it's like, you know, it's works well at like showing what's happening in the scene and to to t- to show like how what the framing framing is, but it also kind of look looks like a children's drawing, which is really funny. It looks really, it looks really goofy, but I love it. It's so fucking There's,
0: funny. <laughs> I, I really like his raging bull storyboards.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> it's so much fun.
0: But yeah, storyboards. Storyboards are funny. Uh, yeah, i I had to do them for my for my short film that I made last semester. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that
1: that was horrible looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, i i I had to do that as well. I don't know if you were the same, but I always ended up making stick figures.
0: Same here, absolutely.
1: because yeah. <laughs> it's like. I, I ain't gonna gonna do some kind of like very detailed shit because it's oh, I, at the end of no. the day I don't have to stick figures work people understand what I'm trying to say
0: <laughs> uh, yeah plus if you're the one if you're the one directing it if it's if it's in your head all you really need all you really need is that like small visual reference to get your mind mm-hmm. like back to where you back to where your headspace was
1: yeah but yeah Um so kind of to change uh subject another film that I watched that I really liked uh was Netflix recently added Rocketman so the uh oh, the Al- okay, Elton okay, John yeah. uh the Elton John uh biopic so I thought I'd watch that Oh my I god this when fi- it was in uh, theaters This film is so fun
0: <laughs>
1: It's like and especially compared to yeah
0: I I liked it when I saw it. Mm-hmm. I I thought the only the only issue I had was that um felt like a couple of the musical numbers were a bit half baked. Uh, really? But everything I, I I'm talking mainly about um the Saturday nights all right for fighting one. Uh, Dude, where he's like where he's like a kid and playing it in the in the bar.
1: I didn't really I didn't really like that. That. Was- you know what's really funny is like that might have been my favorite scene of the film. Really, it's like
0: <laughs> my favorite. Yeah, my yeah. favorite scene
1: was the Rocket Man one. Oh, okay, well, I mean, yeah, like that. That one's so cool. I mean, to be fair, every I, I feel like every musical scene was so much fun, so great. But I don't know. Um, Saturday Night's Alright for Fighting was. Um, I don't know. It, it's. Uh, I mean. It's the same way that I described the entire film. It's fun. It's so much fun. And like, I'll be honest. Before I saw the film, I like I knew already a bit about Elton John, but I wasn't really that familiar with his music. Like I knew what I knew. Rocket Man, Tiny Dancer, and I'm Still Standing. Those were like, they were basically the only songs that I knew. Uh, mm. and then I. Well, first of all. This song made me fall in love with the. Uh, th- this scene made me fall in love w- with the song. And, uh, yeah, no, it was. I had a great time watching Rocketman in general. Uh, especially when you. Th- um. Because, like, obviously, this, this film has been compared so many times to, uh. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. And, I mean. Yeah. yeah like, this film is, without a doubt, so much better than Bohemian Rhapsody. I would say and, so for
0: sure.
1: Yeah. And it's like I don't know if you've heard the the, the story about like the, the problems with the directors on Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: Oh yeah, Brian Singer. <laughs>
1: yeah, well so uh yeah. for those who don't know the, the Rhapsody was supposed to be uh directed by Brian Singer who has directed also uh I know he's made like the first X Men. He's made usual uh Usual suspects, suspects. at the film, yeah. Made a, uh, a few other films, and um, I was supposed to direct that one. But and he was, what was he fired from the film? Uh, no, he I, ended up making it. I'm pretty sure. Well, he didn't. He yep. didn't make it because, but uh, no, f- from from what I saw, he was fired at some point, and they replaced him with another guy named uh, Dexter Fletcher who is uh who ended up directing uh rocket man after that
0: it seems like uh like fletcher was immediate or he, it seems like fletcher was originally a producer so what i'm assuming okay. is that uh singer got through what i'm assuming is that C- singer probably got through most of the actual like production uh and then mm-hmm. near the end is when he got fired uh, and fletcher probably took over yeah But Brian or uh, Singer is the one that gets most of the credit for like making Bohemian Rhapsody, though. So, you know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean his
1: his names aren't the the credit, and like, I'm not sure really if uh, Fletcher's name is at least not as director, not
0: not as director for sure. But yeah, but um, mm -hmm. for for those who for those who aren't aware. Uh, Brian Singer. The the reason uh, the Brian Singer was fired is because he was he was he was in that whole uh, uh, he was in that whole Epstein circle.
1: We'll oh
0: fuck! That. He was. Yeah, he was. He was a pretty big member. Oh, of that. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh
1: boy! Fuck.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> so Brian Singer. You know. <laughs> Ryan Singer not he a good guy. I have no idea. He, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't okay, I don't know if he was specifically in the Epstein circle, but he did a lot of activities uh that were related to that, but that's it. Um <laughs> fuck. But um yeah, I remember I I thought Bohemian Rhapsody was fine when I saw it, but like every time I've seen it since then, I just I don't like it. But yeah, Rocketman is... Yeah, Rocketman's... Rocketman's pretty good. I'll have to... Honestly, I, I feel like I should rewatch it at some point. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's like... Because yeah. I didn't know that... You know, um, Bohemian Rhapsody is done in a way that I find very boring. Uh, which <laughs> is like, it's got this whole like... Uh, it's like, you know, the band... Th- someone in the band thinks of a song. They record it. They perform it live, and then there's something about Freddie Mercury's per, uh, personal life, and then uh, someone else thinks about a song they recorded. Uh, they perform it live, and then there's another thing about Freddie Mercury's personal life, and it gets you're right. It That gets is like, exactly how it is. Yeah, and it's, it gets like very boring, very fast. Uh, Rock and Man doesn't have any of that. Uh, for instance, <laughs> the you know, the musical moments in Bohemian Rhapsody are either when they're recording it in the studio or when they're perf- performing it live. Uh, live. Yeah. But there's a lot of moments in uh, Rocketman where they they perform Elton uh, John's songs, but it's, like, not... Like, first of all, there was one of... The of the, the first song of the film is when, like, he's, uh, he's a kid and you've got, like, the whole street dancing to his song and I think... It's like uh, the bitch is back. I think it's a song. You just it's yeah. just got like ten year old Ellen John singing like the bitch is back, which is so absurd but so funny. It's um, Rocket Man has a very
0: like it. It, it goes uh, more towards the like the side of uh, like kind of being like a general like a typical musical with its musical numbers. Like it, yeah. it's very theatrical. It's all. Like, it's flashy in how it does everything, and I and I really like those moments. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like Rocket Man uh, starts with him, uh, like completely drugged out, and then he falls into a pool, uh, and then he like floats into um, like his uh, his like famous like stadium performance like he floats into his whole costume and then he like walks out there and it's like it's i remember that scene so specifically because i remember i was like oh this is amazing (laughs) yeah
1: and uh also if if we're to talk about Rocketman, i have to talk about um the actor who plays alton john which is uh taron i heard his name is pronounced taron edgerton uh, oh, is it pronounced it was, like that? Yeah, well, I watched an, inter- an, an interview of him where he's like, Hey, guys, uh, my name's Taryn Edgerton, I'm doing whatever. And I was like, Edgerton? Oh, I always thought it was Egerton. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, but anyway, uh, Taron Edgerton, who I first discovered when I watched uh, Kingsman, because uh, it was the, mm-hmm. the main character. And uh, so he plays Elton Alan, Alan John. Not only that, all the music that you hear... Is actually him singing, because the thing is that not only is he a really good actor, he's a fantastic singer.
0: He sounds he and he sounds like remarkably like Elton John in that movie.
1: Well, yeah, and also, and do you know about the weird, the really weird thing there is between him and Elton John? (laughs)
0: No.
1: So, all right, as I said, he started his career in, in Kingsman, and then a few years later, he was in the movie Sing, uh, the Illumination Studio, which is, like, about uh, a theater that makes a talent show to, to, to get more money. And uh, in this yeah. film, uh, Taron Egerton plays a gorilla who, at the end of the film, he's the one who plays the big musical number at the end, and he plays uh, I'm Still Standing by Elton John. Um mm-hmm. Then, about, I think, a year or two later, he plays in Kingsman The Golden Circle, which is the sequel to Kingsman. And there's uh, a big part of the film, I think... I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But I think a big part of the film is that they have to save Elton John.
0: Yeah, Uh, Elton John is in the movie. Like he's Yeah, (laughs) and I think he kicks ass. He does. No, he he kicks some people's ass. It's hilarious. (laughs) Like, Kingsman Golden Circle (laughs) is like... Not nearly as funny as the first Kingsman movie, but that part is incredible.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> obviously, uh, a few years later, he ended up playing Alan John in his biopic. And there's mm-hmm. this weird thing, but not only that, but I also learned that like when he got into, uh, he was in the what is uh, the Royal uh, Academy of Dramatic Art in? Uh, well, yeah, so a big like. Uh, uh, theater school in uh, in London, and his uh, his audition for then um, uh, to, to get into the school was I think he sang. Uh, or Was it for the school? It might have been for the school for a play, and he sang an Elton John song to, to get uh, for the audition. <laughs> so it's That's just crazy. another thing, like man. What, what is it with those with those two and like I've heard that they've become really good friends which is so cool I ship that's it awesome <laughs> yeah can I all right okay can I do also a, a small tangent like sure um uh, we mentioned diron Egerton's movies and uh, I kind of got back into watching clips of Kingsman man mm. which is uh, I saw it when it was uh well i mean i saw it when, it, when I, uh, I think around when it came out and uh i had like i th- i still have a memory of this film being like so fun and being an, a, an amazing film i think f- i feel like i really have to re-watch this film mm-hmm. but like there's it, this film might have my favorite fight scene like just in general which is obviously oh, the, the,
0: the- yeah the church
1: the church the church scene which is like it's incredible it's so good um and yeah he down obviously is uh, is amazing there's also um there's colin firth who's really good there's Mm -hmm. um oh there's I, i kind of forgot about that but obviously there's uh samuel l jackson who plays the villain Oh yeah, he's uh, he's
0: fantastic in that movie.
1: <laughs> and he's got like uh he he keeps talking like that with uh Willie really pronouncing his the his the his F. Mm. It's like so <laughs> he doesn't he, he doesn't have any reason to do to do that, but he does and it's funny and I like it. Yeah. And it's like you know It's it's just so much fun. <laughs> um But yeah, and I just saw that the Blu-ray is very cheap on Amazon, so I might get it. (laughs) But that's going to be later after we finish recording. But anyway, Kingsman, really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I need to rewatch Kingsman as well. I think Um, it was made by the same guy who made uh, Kick-Ass. Which, by the way, remember (laughs) Kick-Ass? yeah i've never seen that one actually oh really it's yeah i haven't it's pretty good i like it
0: i think it's on it has to be on my list because i know that's one of those movies that like throughout the years i've heard people say like oh you gotta you gotta watch this
1: oh for sure um it's yeah it's kind of i'd say it's a bit stupid but like kind of in in the same way that kingsman is
0: okay i'm sure Uh, i'll enjoy it then
1: no, it's fun. It's, uh, and like, it's a, it's obviously a comedy, but like, it has some genuinely, don't want to say spoilers, but that's not really spoilers. There are some genuinely, like, serious moments that are, that are very well made. Hmm. So, uh, okay. yeah. It's a pretty good film. Yeah.
0: So let's see. Um,. I don't think I have too many other, I guess, topics. Or um, I guess there is one little thing that uh, uh, happened the other day when I was just kind of looking around uh, the used video store uh, stores in my area. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was not the same one that I bought a Armageddon at or or even the same one that I bought Harold and Maude at. All right. Um, but I, I, it was, it was in a town that like is pretty close to mine, so I was kind of, I was there anyway for something else. So I was like, oh, I might as well check out how or how this store fares. Uh, so I went to their little Criterion section, and I, I, uh, I saw something. I saw a uh, a pretty pretty good condition uh, DVD copy of um, of Terrence Malick's Days of Heaven. Uh, on Criterion, which I don't oh. know if you know, I don't know if you know this, but uh, that is one of the most like expensive out of print Criterion's that there is right now. Um, huh? And yeah, do you well, want to guess how? Do you want to guess how much it was? Yeah, fifteen dollars.
1: <laughs>
0: what? So, yeah. So I was sitting there. I was like, I had to like look around. I was like. Is this real? So I just kind of like, <laughs> I just I kind of picked it up and I bought it. Like, what else was I gonna do? I was like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Course. I also bought um, I also bought um, a movie called a, uh, called a uh, like someone in love because it was a ten dollar Blu-ray that they had. Uh, which hold on, what's the director's name? He's done a lot of. He, he's a, uh, he's a kind. He's, he's a like a. Very big director. Hold up. Um, oh yeah, uh, I, I don't know if this is exactly how you pronounce his name, but uh, uh, Abbas uh, Kirastami. Oh, okay. uh, he's done. He's, yeah, he's done, he's done. He's done like other big movies in the the Criterion Collection, like a uh, Close Up, uh, Taste of Cherries, Certified oh. Copy. Um, but he's a pretty big. Uh, He's a pretty he's a pretty big uh, Iranian director, I think. I think that's where he's from. But yeah, uh yep. Terrence Mount Ma- but that that Days of Heaven copy, uh I was like what
2: <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, just another addition another addition to my uh out of pr- my out of print uh Criterion collection. Hmm.
1: Well, I also had a, um, an experience today of going, like, um, DVD shopping. Because, like, I don't really have really? a lot of... I don't I don't really have any stores. Like, I, I live in an area of Montreal that has, like, not a lot of stores, but mostly a lot of, like, condos and that kind of stuff. So it's a very boring place to be in a lot of cases. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but today... Well, so today I, went, I actually went to a mall for the first time since the pandemic um and for the i mean for the most part it was very boring i went shopping for pants but uh (laughs) uh i went and (laughs) i remember that this mall had a um a store that's it's it's a chain of uh stores in pretty sure it's only in canada that is called uh sunrise records and uh Uh, i've heard that name
0: yeah it might be it might be a northern thing
1: yeah. It's kind of like... Did, did you guys have HMVs? Yes. Okay. All right. I think yeah. so. We we might have we we might
0: have, but I'm just saying that as like like right. the northern states might have had that. I'm not too sure. <laughs> All right.
1: Also, you know, HMV and Sunrise Records are stores that sell like, you know, um uh, l- like albums and records and uh uh, they also sell DVDs, and uh, I don't think HMV exists anymore. I think they. Uh, that that
0: does sound familiar. Like they, the the, the, f- the idea that HMV doesn't exist anymore. That's yeah.
1: That feels like a memory. <laughs> or at le- oh yeah, seized operations April fourteenth, twenty seventeen. So they do not exist anymore. Oh. I remember oh, when oh, I was yeah. a kid, it, HMV was the shit. It was so much fun, like because you had all those <laughs> uh, albums and all those movies. But anyway. I saw uh, that there was a a Sunrise store, so I thought, like, oh, I have to to see what they have in terms of, like, movies and that that kind of stuff. I went in, and the first um, first section that I saw for their movies was they had an an anime section. I Mm. saw that, and I thought, oh, my God, I have to get something. And I looked up a bit, and I found a Blu-ray copy of Millennium Actress oh that's awesome oh hell yeah and then i looked at the price and i was like okay never mind how much was it 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 was um it wasn't really that expensive it was like 30 dollars but it's like uh canadian dollars that's that's still pretty
0: ridiculous you can that's you can get something that's not millennium you can get millennium actress blu-ray right now on amazon for i bet you like 20 dollars at most
1: yeah but like like, 20
0: 20 american dollars i'm saying (laughs) right
1: um so i mean 30 canadian is like 25 uh us which is like oh okay it's it's yeah i don't like to pay for for blue Race, i don't like to pay higher than like maybe 15 if it's a film that i really want i might go uh 20 i think the most i paid for one film in blu-ray that wasn't a criterion because that's i'm fine with criteria it's, di- it,
0: it's different yeah i get that <laughs> yeah
1: the, the the most i paid for one film on blu-ray was actually my uh um my the room blu-ray how much did I you pay for that uh well it was uh 30 as well like uh it was 30 okay I think it was that makes 30, sense, but I, it was because there was also like uh, shipping and that kind of stuff. So yeah, both of my
0: copies, both of my copies. Oh, you have two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they came with the jackets I bought from Tommy Wiseau, which was which were both uh twenty five dollars because he's a madman.
1: <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I kind of thought like, eh it's got it's got his autograph and all that kind of stuff so I kind of have to get Oh, it of all. course. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to have to find a uh, Well, so can I be honest? Uh I really want to, to get um like Millionaire Actress and uh, Perfect Loot or just any Satoshi Kon film on Blu-ray, but I'm so paranoid that Criterion is going to announce like a box set that I I don't I- want to get a single one. <laughs>
0: I honestly like. I don't know. See, that's the thing. It's because like, yeah, it's very, it's very unlikely that they're going to You think
1: so. Because well, I think I mean, so. Well, to, like, they they did add like two of his films recently on the yeah, channel. Yeah, that's
0: that's telling for sure. That's definitely yeah. that definitely makes the chance like higher than nothing. But like, I don't know. It's been. I don't know what, yeah. what are other what are other animated films in the collection like Fantastic Planet, Watership Down. Um, I don't know. I think it would be amazing. I'm saying I'm saying this it would yeah. be amazing if Satoshi Kon got a box set. I'm just saying, at the moment, I don't really know if that if they would, but um, I'm definitely going to wait myself when it comes to like getting. Uh, Satoshi Kon Blu-rays Because I have I have Perfect Blue But I have it on DVD uh, That I got for pretty cheap So I'm just kind of I'm sitting on that for now I don't know There have been times Where I've almost Went on Amazon And bought every Blu-ray though <laughs> I yeah. can't say that There haven't been times That I've been like Okay fine But then I'm like No 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 It's okay mm-hmm. um, But um, That <laughs> that is, a, I guess, a justified fear. God, that would yeah. be amazing, though. <laughs> oh, my I, think God. We've t- I think we've said so many times about how amazing it would be for Satoshi Kon to get his own box set in Criterion.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Um, But also, like, in the... Um, so, in, in the store, I looked at the, w- what other sub they had in the um, anime section. It's, like, anime Blu-rays... <sighs> are so expensive oh my god okay and it Hold up. sucks
0: I what once you're once you're finished I have a rant with this
1: all right well I'm gonna right, a, I'm gonna finish pretty quick yeah I, I, I go, looked go up I, I saw a few shows that I thought ah, pretty uh, that would be pretty cool but I don't really have the money and then I just saw is there anything that I want want to get and I got two films for like 10 bucks each so I thought that was a pretty good deal I bought would uh, I bought eighth Grade by Bo Burnham mm. so I'm gonna have to it's watch great, it at some film. point point. Mm-hmm. and I watched a film called I don't know if you know this one it's called Ichi the Killer
0: oh you got Ichi I gotta get that soon yeah uh,
1: I was no, I, saw I it was is looking like, at that one the other day yeah and I was like damn they got like Asian films that aren't anime or Parasite fuck yeah I gotta get it <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah so yeah I got them and I'm very happy with it what do you have to say now
0: Okay, so this is not the entire industry. The entire industry isn't this bad. Like, I will say Funimation might be the only uh, like member of the anime Blu-ray like distributors that isn't egregious with how they price things. Like, I have I bought I bought um, the Cowboy Bebop complete series from them, and I bought the um, Steins Gate complete series from them. Uh, yeah. both of them oh, yeah, were they're about. A, they're about like. Oh yeah, no, some of my favorite animes ever. But like, oh no, I'm in were Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They were both um, priced to about. I think Cowboy Bebop was like twenty five, and Steins Gate was like thirty, which isn't bad. It's pretty um, good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, but I am almost expecting now. Every time that I look up like a new series I've started that like isn't Funimation. That I'm always expecting to like go online and see that the Blu-rays are stupidly priced, like um, yeah. like a uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure um mm-hmm. has been coming out on Blu-ray for like the last couple of years, and they've been decently priced. Like they released like limited edition uh, Blu-rays uh, that were like sixty a piece, but you got a lot with them, so I was kind of okay with that. They just mm-hmm. uh, they just released like more. Uh, I guess economical versions With like just the the discs And it's like 30 which is really good Um But uh, when it comes to every other Anime company uh, Jesus Christ uh, Because um, There's a little We've talked about K-On before right Yeah So um The K-On I have the K-On Blu-ray box set Um and I got it. Oh my god! Uh, I got it I just, on Amazon. I, yeah, <laughs> I'll I just get to I that. just
1: looked it up on Amazon.
0: Holy. Yeah. Shit. So, um, when I started watching K-On!, which I'm still not finished with it because I've been I, I, I don't know why I've just been on hold with it. Um, yeah, get it. But uh, I remember when I first started watching it, I looked it up. I'm like, what? How much is this? Or how much is this on Blu-ray? It was, um, the original Amazon price was $125 uh, for uh, the two seasons and the movie, uh, which is not much oh, in terms of episode content. Uh, so I was like, what the hell is this? I was like, this is ridiculous. So I was like, no, I'm yeah. never doing that. So I believe it was like about a month or two after that, I went to um, an anime convention in uh, Northern Ohio called uh, Colossal Con. And um, th- there's usually there, there's a couple uh, vendors that have like massive Blu-ray collections that they sell. Um, and one of them was selling a K-On! box set for for 80. And I was like, that's actually pretty right. good compared to Amazon. I'm like, It's still not amazing.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, I was like, it's still not amazing, but compared to Amazon, that's amazing. I was like, I will I was like, I don't think I'll do it, but let me let me go online real quick to make sure that the Amazon one is still that much. And I go on Amazon, and something weird happens. For some reason, on that specific day, at that specific time, the K on box set was fifty dollars.
1: Holy shit. So I was
0: Yeah, I was like, what the hell? So I I immediately added it to my cart and just bought it. I was like, I I didn't even think about it. Yeah. So I was like, that's insane. Um, But I got extremely lucky with that one. I don't know if it'll ever happen again. Um, So I treasure my K-On! Blu-ray. But uh, here is... How surprised would I tell you, or would you be if I told you, that that wasn't even the worst it gets
1: Oh, yeah! I'm not surprised. Go on.
0: <laughs> Let me introduce you to a little anime company known as uh, Aniplex. Um,
1: oh, I think I've heard about they.
0: That. They have produced a few anime over the years, um, but when it comes to their uh, to you know their uh, D- their DVD, Blu-ray releases of their stuff, uh, they like to they like to do a little bit of clowning. Uh, in terms of uh, their pricing. So they produced uh, the Persona anime uh, adaptations. Okay. Uh, and so the Persona 4 ones, they were released on DVD because they were old enough to have that release. Um, and from what I know, they were decently priced. I have um, half of Persona 4 anime on DVD but that's only because I got it secondhand, and for some reason, it was like 16 bucks. Usually, it's like 50 Um. But uh, last year, they confirmed that they would be releasing the Persona 5 anime on Blu-ray in a box set. So everyone, Which is, let me, let me remind you, 25 episodes, or about 26 episodes, and uh, two OVAs. Um, All right. Which is not much. But... Not really. No. Uh, do you want? Do you want to know how much they decided to sell this box set for?
1: Um, I feel it like was, I don't. But go ahead.
0: It was, it was three hundred and twenty-five dollars. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not joking, dude. I wish I was. Hold on. What? Hold on. I remember uh, three hundred and what? Three hundred and twenty five dollars.
1: It's four hundred Canadian Are you shitting me? What What? wait hold
0: on. I'm looking this up right now. Hold on. (laughs) Oh
1: my god, I cannot believe. (laughs) Especially for like Persona Five, which like fucking buy the game. Yeah, listen, okay,
0: I will I will say right here, yeah, it's like it's like three hundred dollars on like on their website right now. Um but I will say as anime adaptations come especially for video games the Persona 4 anime is fantastic. If you haven't seen it already, the Persona 5, the Persona 4 anime dub is great. Like legitimately, it's a great anime. Okay. Uh the Persona 5 anime while the dub for it is really good, um if you just watch the Persona 5 anime like subbed, I'm going to be honest, it's really boring. <laughs> like it is it's yeah. and especially with like There's a lot of animation errors Like Some of it you can definitely tell they cut corners Uh, So, you know Mm. Already you're getting kind of like A decent anime with that box set Just with a really good dub Um, But the audacity The sheer hubris (laughs) of man To make that over $300 at retail Oh my god, I cannot believe that I remember it's I was on.
2: Insane.
0: I remember the day that they, they launched it because it was like they gave a date that they would. I remember I was on Twitter. I'm like, okay, even if it's like sixty bucks, I'll get it. But like, I checked their website and I saw that price tag. I put down my phone. I was like, screw it, never mind. I'll just stop. I'll stop.
1: <laughs> oh my god,
0: that's oh. so absurd. It is absurd, and I thought we were getting a repeat of it this year uh, because uh, they recently um, announced a, a Neon Genesis Evangelion uh, box set again, uh, which they haven't done in a long time. Uh, and I was like, oh boy, how much is it going to be? I was like, I I know it's Evangelion, so they're going to price gauge the hell out of it. I'll get it if it's like $100. They first released it in a, as they called it, limited edition box set for... 275 dollars so i was like hell no um and then they re-released or then they they announced the second edition of it that was um a little cheaper it was like 150 i was like still no uh but then they yeah. g it was g kids g kids was handling this release uh but then they they announced okay they're like okay we're just doing a standard edition uh, that just has the series and the movies uh, for forty dollars, and I was like, "That's amazing!" Sure. I was like, "I'll get that." I'll, I was yeah. like, "I'll definitely get that for sure." Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I think it is absolutely ridiculous that um, people like like companies like Aniplex keep doing this. Like, um, oh, one yeah, of yeah. like a like a Kage-sama, Love Is War. Uh, when they had a Blu-ray version of the first season, which may I remind you is like twelve episodes, it was a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
0: and uh, yeah, no my sense. my room my roommate was uh was wanting to watch a Girl in the in a really like he he was wanting it to be really high quality, so I was like, oh, I'll look for a Blu-ray for you. And, it, and I remember like I looked it up and I immediately saw that Aniplex was the one who put it out. I was like, never mind. <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> it's a shame it is a shame hopefully they hopefully they stop that because it's annoying yeah or, or at least or at least other anime Very. companies do not do not follow their example' yeah. well, it's <laughs> they, like
1: an- another example is uh, like earlier this year I watched uh, akira for the first time and I really mm. liked it and I try to look for Blu-rays and they're so expensive such I, will, a shame.
0: I will say I will yeah. say they're not they're not as bad as they could be like
1: no no for sure the, they're not th- the yeah. cheapest
0: one I found the cheapest one I found was like 20 25 which like is definitely one of those and it usually on Amazon at least in, at least in America it goes on sale pretty frequently so like I don't know. I'll I'll eventually get it on Blu-ray, but I'm not rushing to at the moment. Although I do really like Akira. Yeah. Um. I'm honestly though, I'm actually kind of waiting for them to do a, a 4K release because I would kind of. I don't know. I think that'd be. I think um, that'd be a good. I think that would be a good movie to have in that kind of release. Well,
1: hey, you're in luck. Uh, they did.
0: Oh, they did. Yeah, it's other? on
1: Amazon. It's, uh, and on, on Amazon for, uh, in Canadian, it's, uh, $70. so, uh,
2: 56
1: US. Oh, I don't know about that
0: one. I'll wait, I'll wait on that. I don't know about that one, son. I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, I mean, some doors are already so expensive, like 4K or, or, they're, like, worse so that's the main reason besides the fact that i don't have that i don't have a 4k player that's why i'm not gonna get the 4k uh criterions because like i love criterions i'm not paying this much for a film
0: Mm -hmm. my main thing with um 4k right now is uh in in the u.s at least it's not too much more expensive than uh blu-rays because like uh for us um like Blu-rays are new Blu-rays are usually a standard of like twenty um, of like new mm-hmm. films, and 4Ks are usually a, like a standard of thirty. Um, but like a lot of used 4Ks, or like not even used, but like just kind of newer ones that people didn't get, uh, are like really cheap. Like I have a 4K copy of a the of the original anime Ghost in the Shell, um, mm-hmm. which I which I got for seven dollars on Amazon. It's ridiculous. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's um cool. and the cri- and the criterion ones, while they are a little bit more expensive, in terms of like the fifty percent off sale, it's only gonna be like five more dollars if that. But like mm-hmm. so I don't really I don't really mind it, plus I have a PlayStation five that can play that, so I might as well. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um but yeah, that's that's my whole outlook on the 4K thing right yeah. now. I still don't. I still don't really know what the difference is. I guess. Well, yeah, that's I another guess,
1: thing. Like
0: that's mainly that's mainly because I don't have a 4K TV though. So like,
1: <laughs> I sure. But like, you know, um, I, I I don't have a 4K player, and I've never owned one. I've never. I, I don't know if I've ever actually watched a 4K film. But like, I mean, I remember the first time that I uh, that I got a Blu-ray player and that I watched Blu-ray, I immediately saw the difference between like oh, Blu-rays yeah. and uh, DVDs. I was like, whoa! And I'm not entirely sure if that's gonna be the same thing with um, with 4K. I
0: don't know either. I guess we'll we'll have to see. I'll probably yeah. i'll I'll put in Ghost in the Shell one of these days and I'll and I'll report back. <laughs> hmm. Um. But yeah, that's kind of all I had to say about that. Yeah. So, do you want to get into um, next week's movie?
1: Yeah. So, well, all right. I kind of uh, wanted to ask you about that. So, hold, wait, uh, wait, hold on. Yeah, all right. Um, so, we kind of messed up. In terms of like uploads, because the Tampopo episode—well, I messed up for the editing because the uh, Tampopo episode came out like a week late. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could use some kind of like uh, excuse for why that happened. I was lazy.
0: That's fair. No, that's like, fine.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, but so the way we thought about doing the Halloween thing was, you are gonna pick a movie, which ended up being. Uh, this this episode, I was going to pick a mm. movie, and then you were going to pick another film because we had three weeks. But one of those weeks uh, kind of got wasted on, well, we didn't upload, and uh, right. so we kind of lost a week. And so instead of making two episodes, we're going to be making uh, instead of making three Halloween episodes, we're going to be making two. And so I'll yeah. be, I'll be honest. I know what your second film is. I'll be honest. Besides that, I don't know what there isn't really a film that I want to talk about. Are you sure? For no, okay, I
0: I will hold off my episode if you. I'll hold off my episode completely no, because dude. they like next week is your turn. I wanna I wanna give you that, and plus I wanna it's, if I'm being honest, I do kind of want to see a, a movie I haven't seen before.
1: <laughs> it's my turn, but like for the entire week, I've been looking at my. The, the Halloween-themed films that, I, that, that I've that i seen and that I'd want to talk about, there isn't really one that I really want to talk about. You sure? Yeah. And, like, I mean, I look at my list of films, and the one that I want to see is the film that you you want to talk about. So, honestly, like... Uh, I mean, we, we could... It, it, it is one of my favorite films, so we could make it as, like... My pick, and then we go back to uh, to your films that, uh, the the week after that. But so, are you fine with if we pick that film?
0: Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'll say.
1: Uh, yeah. All right. Well, All right. Uh, then, next week's film is gonna be uh, one of my favorite films, and also uh, from our list that we made in our pilot episode, Alex's favorite film. It is Stanley Kubrick's 1980 film, The Shining yep hell yeah so yeah that's the film we're going to be talking about I think I think I'm also going to be showing this film to my brother for the first time because I've been I've been telling I've been telling him like you have to watch it so I yeah I'm going to have to to show it to him and um, yeah I'm very excited for that because like (laughs) you know definitely my favorite Sally Kubrick film uh, probably my favorite horror film yeah. And, uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's my it's my favorite, so I you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of has to be, <laughs> kind of uh, has to be, yeah. <laughs>
0: but yeah, that's that'll be our that'll be our our tenth episode of Movie Dudes.
1: Yep. Oh yeah.
0: Which is Man, uh, which is pretty episodes. crazy, actually. Wow. Yeah.
1: Crazy. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um alright, well guess that's it right. for this episode.
0: Alright, thank you guys for uh for tuning in. Uh and we will be back next week with The Shining. Mm-hmm. Bye. Alright. Bye bye. <laughs>